Hey guys, it's Tim, and this is the Wrestling Wrap-Up, a handful of news brought to you in one easy-to-watch video. As far as today's episode does go, we do have one, two, three, four, five or six, <clears throat> depending on what we get to, different stories that we are actually going to talk about today. Let me reshuffle my notes here really quick. Um, I want this to go here. We also have... Some exclusive news we are going to talk about as well. If you are a channel member or subscribed at patreon.com forward slash PWUnlimited. And well, you would have got this news last night. Remember, we don't do it often. We don't get exclusive news often. But when we do, we put it out first to our, our, our I guess you could say, elite subscribers. Our channel members and our Patreon subscribers. And if you did see that we posted something about two... Basically, the headline that I posted was Top Raw Stars Considered for Tag Team Spot. Basically, that means that there are possibly, you know, two big names on Raw that are going to be put together most likely possibly as a tag team. I will talk about that as we move forward here on this show. But the stuff we do have to talk about, the NXT releases, the possible new name for the Undisputed Era, the Royal Rumble odds are out, and, well... So much more. <clears throat> but with that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PWUnlimited. Remember, if you are watching on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can help us out either by hitting that donate button down below or donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can subscribe to the channel one of two different ways. You can either subscribe with a tiered subscription or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime because if you're already paying old Jeff Bezos for Amazon Prime, whether that's Amazon Prime shipping or Amazon Prime video, well, you got Amazon Prime. You take that Amazon Prime account. You take that Twitch account. You link them together and you've got Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming always gives you cool stuff. They give you a free game or three every month. Right now, you can get Jedi Fallen Order. Star Wars is Jedi Fallen Order. Free. You can also get free stuff, Grand Theft Auto Online, Valorant, Fall Guys, New World, and so forth. But what, what never changes on Twitch, when you have that Prime Gaming, you get one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to. And I'd greatly appreciate it if you subscribe to us right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. You don't got Amazon Prime? You got to know somebody that does. Think about it. If you don't have Amazon Prime, you got to know somebody that does, whether it's your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your auntie, your uncle, your grandma, your grandpa, your godfather, your grandmother, your cousin, your cousin's sister's brother. I don't know. Somebody. There's got to be somebody that has Amazon Prime. And all you got to do is go, hey, can I link to my Twitch account? It doesn't cost you anything. You're already paying for it. Let's get the benefits out of it. And then you take that and you subscribe to us right here. But on the flip side, if you're watching over on YouTube, you can help us out by donating a super chat or a super sticker in the live chat. Donating a super chat is the best way to make sure that your comments, questions, and concerns do get read live on the air. And also remember, you can subscribe by hitting that join button down below. Hitting that join button down below gives you early access to non-news videos, early access to special podcast episodes, and early access to exclusive news like the exclusive news we did put out last night. But with that, the other final way you can support us is Patreon. Well, not 
There's two other final ways you can support us. You can either support us at patreon.com forward slash PWUnlimited or by heading over to the Epic Game Store. By heading over to the Epic Game Store and using creator code PWUnlimited, you will be helping us out. Whether you're getting V-Bucks for Fortnite, skins for Rocket League, or buying a brand new game like Guardians of the Galaxy, Riders Republic, or I don't know, Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate, did I ask you, you have a creator code? You're going to say, yes, I do. You put it in there. It doesn't cost you anything extra. Even when you're claiming the free games, like the free game right now, God must fall. God will fall. God will fall. And ask if you have a creator code. Claim the free game. Put in the creator code. Bada bing, bada boom. You're good to go. But we've got a bunch of news to talk about. And I guess we should just kick it right off talking about the NXT releases from this week. Now, initially, it was stated that no, I guess you could say, talent would be released from these releases. And that wasn't the case, actually. Talent was released, but they were all talent. They were also working in a backstage capacity, I guess you could say. So, roughly, the word going around is roughly 12 to 15 people were released from the company. And I do have a list of what I was able to compile of who was released I'll go through the list really fast, and then we'll talk about who all these different people were if you were unsure. But the biggest name to come out of this where, and I hope I don't sound insensitive saying that, I wasn't shocked, especially as much as most other people were, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe got released for the second time in the last year. And, I'm, and, and again, I hope I don't sound insensitive saying this, but it's like, was anybody, I wasn't surprised. One bit that Samoa Joe was released yet again. I mean, the people doing the releases released him last time. Then Triple H brought him back in to wrestle. He couldn't wrestle. He got hurt. We still don't know the details on that. And he got released again. Other names that got released. The other names are former NXT general manager and talent scout William Regal. One of the lead producers for NXT Road Dog. Brian James, Gabe Sapolsky, George Carroll, Scott Armstrong, Ace Steele, Dave Kapoor, who you might all know as Ranjan Singh, Ryan Katz, Timothy Thatcher, Kathy Carino, Danny Birch, Hideki Suzuki, and I don't really know much about this one, Sarah Cummins. That was a name put out by PW Insider. She apparently was the senior VP of consumer products for WWE. I don't really know much about her. But as we look at these other names, Samojo, we all know Samojo. William Regal, we all know William Regal. He's been, and I know Fightful put it out. They're saying that they're targeting all the, quote, Triple H guys, which that's what this really does look like. There's not many of the, Triple H guys still left. I mean, we've got Sarah Amato, Norman Smiley, Shawn Michaels, and others that we don't know of that were Triple H hires, but like those are the, the big Triple H hires that are still there. But William Regal, his main job was really a talent scout, but a talent scout on the indie scene. WWE not really going the route of signing many indie talent anymore, so it's like, what is Regal going to scout? If, if, you, if you catch my drift. Road Dog. Road Dog had originally been hired as an agent and a producer for the main roster and then was brought down to NXT and was made one of the top guys on that brand as far as working on that show, putting that show together, running that show, and all that stuff. So 
Um, as far as Road Dog's position, like I stated, he was a pretty integral role, a part of that brand as far as the behind-the-scenes stuff does go. My glasses are all kinds of fogged up for some reason. I don't know why. Another one, Gabe Sapolsky. I had a lot of people yesterday go, Gabe who? Gabe who? So Gabe Sapolsky, back in the 90s, actually worked under Paul Heyman in ECW. He learned how to run wrestling companies. He learned how to book wrestling shows from Paul Heyman. He would then go on in 2002 to help co-found Ring of Honor. When all of that kind of went to the wayside and he wasn't really working for Ring of Honor anymore, he helped find and start Dragon Gate USA. And then I want to say in 20... Hold on, I want to get this date right. I want to say this was 2010. Yeah, 2010. He started Evolve. Gabe Sapolsky was the one that started and ran Evolve. In about, I want to say 2018, he started working as a kind of like consultant to Triple H for NXT, where Triple H would like bounce ideas off of him. And when Triple H wanted someone to have more time in the ring, he would send them to Evolve. A lot of times there were guys that we already knew were doing really well, like the Street Profits and Drew McIntyre and Johnny Gargano. A lot of guys that either they saw something big in and wanted to see how they would get reaction-wise from a non-NXT crowd or guys that had already worked Evolve in the past. But then eventually when WWE bought Evolve in 2020, they brought in Gabe Sapolsky full-time to work on the NXT brand. Uh, also released was Scott Armstrong, former WWE referee, who apparently was running the referee class at the WWE Performance Center, as well as working as a producer agent. Ace Steele was working as a coach at the Performance Center. Ace Steele is actually the original guy that trained both Colt Cabana and CM Punk. Dave Kapoor, as we stated, the former Rajin Singh, was an integral part in NXT, as far as the creative team does go there, creative team, writer, producer, all that kind of stuff. Another uh, key member of the creative and producing writing team, Ryan Katz. Ryan Katz was also released. Ryan Katz has been with NXT, I want to say since like 2015. And he came over, his prior wrestling, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Experience. I believe Ryan Cass worked with MLW, and I know back in the day he worked for MTV's Wrestling Society X. You know who else was on Wrestling Society X? Well, Tyler Black, Seth Rollins. More names that were released. Again, Timothy Thatcher, who hadn't worked a match since August 23rd, 2021. Excuse me. August 23rd, 2021. He lost to Ridge Holland, and then... Since then, he's been working as a trainer at the Performance Center. Danny Birch hasn't worked a match since August 24th, 2021, when he and Oni Lorcan lost a NXT Tag Team title match to MSK. He's also been working as a coach trainer at the Performance Center. And Hideki Suzuki, another on-screen talent, released. Hideki Suzuki never wrestled a match for WWE, but he was the, quote, on-screen trainer of Diamond Mine. He was brought in in April of 2021, basically uprooted his life, his whole family, the America, to the United States from Japan, to be a coach at the Performance Center, and less than a year later, they said, you're gone. And finally, Kathy Carino 
also known as Allison Danger. She was one of the main women's coaches at the Performance Center. Only been there for like six months, I want to say. And the here's the crappy thing about this. Kathy Carino, former Allison Danger, released by WWE. Just days after her son started his first day of school at a new school in Florida. So I don't know exactly the whole story here, but the story was told was that you know, she's only been with NXT for less than six months. Finally got her son into a school in Florida. His first day was Monday. Now, I don't know what they're going to do. She's like, now he's probably going to move back to Vegas. Going to have to start a new school. It's like, oh man, that really stinks. But all these names have been released by the WWE. And it's just, and we saw the writing on the wall here, but a lot of people said, oh, this started on Tuesday with Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker pulled the chains of the old NXT down. He busted through the old NXT logo. And it's like, yeah, okay, cool. But it's just like, man, they really don't want any semblance of black and gold anymore. And I can't speak for Triple H or anything like that and what he feels on this because I've gotten that questions. Oh, is this going to make Triple H want to quit? Is Triple H going to want to leave? Is Triple H going to no longer want to work for WWE? I don't know. I had the other question of why didn't Triple H fight this? Why didn't Triple H say, no, this isn't happening? Because Triple H doesn't have as much, I guess you can say, power as you think. Triple H did have quite a bit of power. Like at the end of 2019, early 2020. But then his power started to diminish. And he had less and less power. Then they brought in Nick Khan as the new president of the company, and he got a lot of power. He started making all these cuts. Vince listens to Nick Khan, apparently, more than he listens to, to Triple H. And again, we don't know what's going on with Triple H as far as him not being at work. We do know that he's not been at any tapings for NXT since early September. He has not attended any NXT 2.0 tapings. But we do know that about a month and a half ago, he was on hand as a bunch of executives did tour the new office building, the new WWE Titan Towers, I guess you can call it, as construction is still ongoing. But with all of this, now the question is, some of these guys like Samoa Joe, Timothy Thatcher, Danny Burke, Danny Birch, not Burke Birch, what is their status as far as when they can wrestle somewhere else? We don't know. All we do know is with Kathy Carino, Allison Danger. She did state on Twitter that she's got a 30-day no-compete. She was released by WWE and can't go work for any other wrestling company for 30 days. We don't know, again, if Joe's under the same deal, Regal, Road Dog, Gabe Sapolsky, Timothy Thatcher, Danny Burch. We don't know about any of them. Road Dog, doubt he would wrestle anymore, but he would be a great asset to a wrestling company backstage-wise. William Regal, one of the smartest guys in all of professional wrestling, whether that is looking for talent, putting together matches, putting together shows. It's like, geez, Scott Armstrong was the guy that timed out NXT every week. He was the guy to make sure that the show had all of its time cues, all the segments were as long as they needed to be, so that way at the end of the show, they're off by the end of their overrun. Like That's one of Scott Armstrong's big, um, one of his big duties in NXT. He timed the show. So he, having him would be very integral to any wrestling company either that needs someone in that role or is trying to establish themselves for television and say, hey, we got this guy. He's done this. He's worked for this company. 
He knows this for this. And so that would be, again, another good pickup for, for a wrestling company, especially a, a company that needs that help on the television side that's maybe new to television and timing stuff out. But with all this, a lot of these people haven't really said much on the release, but we do know that Samoa Joe has released a statement regarding his release. I'm going to pull that up right here and read that. Samoa Joe. Um, let's pull this up here. Boom, boom, boom. Samojo did tweet out. Extremely fortunate and grateful to all the young and amazing talent I had the pleasure of working with in the past months. Only saddened at the loss of a, quote, excuse to see their continued growth and achievement. I am very excited for the future and mine. When it comes to Samojo's future, we don't know what that really is. We don't know what Samoa Joe is going to do next. I mean, every single wrestling company in the world better be knocking on his door. I've heard that a few companies are already interested, which no shocker there. Not going to say the names of those companies that I've heard, but I have heard of three that want to reach out to Joe and want to talk to him as soon as they can, as soon as they can. But it's unfortunate more and more and more names being cut by WWE this time, you know, it's odd because they did state at first, no talent would be released. And then we technically had four talent released, five if you count Regal, but their, their, their probably thing here is, well, none of them have been on TV for a while. They've only been working backstage, so they're not technically talent anymore. And, it, and it's telling that Timothy Thatcher, Danny Burch, not been on TV since August. They felt like maybe their time in the ring was over with WWE. William Regal not been on TV since before. And, and correct me if I'm wrong. With NXT 2.0, I thought there was one week early on in the run of NXT 2.0 so far where someone did say, I just came out of uh, Mr. Regal's office and got this match made. Or I need to go speak to Mr. Regal about this. Am I wrong? Or was that like stuff just right before the switchover because I know there was a segment and I and correct again I need help remembering when this was there was a segment with Lash Legend and Frankie Monet where Lash Legend was coming out of Regal's office Frankie Monet and her little group were going to Regal's office and there was a little confrontation there and that's when Lash Legend said that you know uh, Mr. Regal inform me that I will make my debut next week with lashing out with Lash Legend or something like that, she stated. Something along those lines. And Frankie, like, they talked back and forth for a moment and Frankie said something like, yeah, she was going to see Regal as well. So I don't remember if that was like right, like the week before the switchover or if that was right after the switchover that they were referencing Regal and that there was an authority figure but never showing him on TV. Like, the closest thing we've seen on TV in NXT 2.0 to an authority figure is Wade Barrett, where he does the contract signing stuff. Yeah, some of these people were saying that was after NXT 2.0 started. That's what I thought, because Lash Legend wasn't on TV before. But again, it is unfortunate that all these names 
have been cut by WWE. And if we do hear anything else on these releases, when some of these people can go work for other companies, when some of these people, you know, announce other things, we don't know what they're going to do, but we'll keep you guys updated as much as we can. As we do move forward here with our next story, well, it looks like we may know the name for the Undisputed Era in NXT. No, not NXT, AEW. So All Elite Wrestling, and I'm going to pull up the logo here as well. They've trademarked a name and a logo that I believe, and many believe, is pertaining to the Undisputed Era. Let me pull this up here. Um, boom. Why did I just... Here we go. So this logo here, you guys will see here in just a quick moment. This logo here has been trademarked by All Elite Wrestling on the United States Patented Trademark Office website. It's Paragon. Now, in interviews, Kyle O'Reilly has referenced he, Adam Cole, and Bobby Fish as the Paragon of pro wrestling. Now, if we look at the definition of Paragon, Paragon means, and, you know, all words mean a few different things, but there's two definitions to the word Paragon. A person or thing regarded as a perfect example of a particular quality. The other meaning to Paragon, a person or thing viewed as a model of excellence. One example is um, a hundred carat diamond is a Paragon. So Paragon means excellence, basically. A perfect quality. So, are they saying that the undisputed era in NX or in AEW is the greatest, the best, the top group? I guess you can say. Very interesting word. Also, the logo here, as we look again really fast, this paragon. They got this here in the middle, the circle of the O. I, I've seen that logo used for a lot of different things, like the streaming service, the, the, the not streaming service, but the, the program I use, OBS, to stream. That is the logo of the software. But then you have this DP thing here. Maybe it's not DP and it's just supposed to be two Ps. I don't know, but interesting. Interesting that the name of the Undisputed Era, once they flush all this Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly stuff out, may be Paragon and... If we go on the U.S. Patent and Trademark website, I'm going to pull the listing up of this as well and read exactly what the, and why won't it come up? Here we go. I'm going to read exactly what the filing states. The filing here states, I'm going to get the second one, Paragon. Trademarked on January 3rd, 2022, so just this week. Entertainment services, namely televised appearances by a group or individual wrestlers. There you go right there. Televised appearances by a group or individual wrestlers. Entertainment in the nature of wrestling contests. Providing a website featuring entertainment information in the fields of wrestling. Providing an internet 
website, Portal Featuring Entertainment News, da 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 So, yeah, it looks like this is for a group in All Elite Wrestling. So, cool. The UE, now most likely going to be known as Paragon. Interesting, interesting, interesting. But as we move forward, there's some exclusive news I want to talk about. Something that we dropped last night on our Patreon and for our YouTube community members. Looks like two top WWE superstars are uh, going to become a tag team. Or there's a good chance they become a tag team. Again, remember, just because something was pitched and highly, highly thought about doesn't mean it's going to actually 100% happen. But I'm going to read from patreon.com forward slash PW Unlimited, as last night I did report the following. We have seen plenty of times in WWE where two single stars are put together and made as a successful tag team. One of the big examples in the past, Matt Hardy and MVP. An example from recent, Randy Orton and Riddle. And now, it looks like Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens could be the next two single stars to be placed together as a tag team. We here at PW Unlimited have been told that there's been high consideration of making both Rollins and Owens a tag team on Monday Night Raw going into 2022. We have been told that possibly we can see them work together in a multitude of different ways like we have already this past week. We saw them work together in the Fatal 5-Way at Day 1. We saw them work together in the Fatal 4-Way on Monday Night Raw. And some say that a possible, well not a possible, but a pitched plan for the Royal Rumble is for them two to work well together and possibly eliminate a number of people leading to the finish of that match. So it does look like Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins could be in line for, I guess you could say, a big tag team run going forward in 2022. I mean, who would be against RK-Bro against uh, Rollins and Owens? I think that match would be amazing. I think that match would be really, really, really fun. You've got Rollins and Owens against the Street Profits, Rollins and Owens against the Mysterios, Rollins and Owens against the Alpha Academy. So, again, this is just something that has been highly considered as far as pitches do go for early 2022. And we've kind of started seeing the writing on the wall for this already with them working well together the week before day one when they took out Bobby Lashley, then at day one when they worked well together in the Fatal Five-Way, five way, then last Monday on Raw when they worked well together in the, fi- uh, the Fatal Four-Way match. So they are slightly teasing that these two could become more than just helping each other in big matches, because also, if you remember in that match back on Monday, Rollins went for a cover at one point, and Owens didn't try to break it up even though he was in the ring. So, so, we'll see. We'll see what happens with Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. And one thing that I think would be cool, maybe, they do them like Owens and Jericho. They're really close. They become really close. They work as a tag team tremendously, and then eventually one turns on the other, which is how WWE usually does this thing. When you've got two guys together as a tag team, eventually one's going to turn on the other. But how cool would it be if, like, they're working well together, they're a heel tag team on Monday Night Raw, and then eventually Owens, just like he did to, to Jericho, turns on Seth Rollins. And then you can play the narrative of, 
duh, everyone always says, don't trust Kevin Owens, and he's screwed over Seth now. He's screwed over Sammy. He's screwed over, they won't say Jericho, but they still say another friend back in the day when he was Universal Champion. And so, yeah. So, we'll see how it all goes. But as of right now, Kevin Owens and, and Seth Rollins as a tag team is being highly considered backstage within WWE and possibly it could become an actual thing soon. But as we move forward with more news here, I do want to say that this podcast here is brought to you by Homage. Looking for vintage wrestling shirts? Then head over to homage.com forward slash WWE. One thing that you'll notice about their shirts is the quality and the comfort. Plus, they have a sizable collection of WWE designs as well as other brands you may be interested in as well. When shopping with Homage, use code PWUNLIMITED15 at checkout and get 15% off of your purchase. Also, use the link in the description below to support Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Remember, when, when buying stuff at Homage.com, use code PWUNLIMITED15 at checkout to get 15% off of your purchase. As we move forward, we got a few more stories here to talk about. Unfortunately, well, Kenta is out of Wrestle Kingdom Night 3. Wrestle Kingdom Night 3, I want to say, is starting to... Hold on, let me double check this. Because the times and stuff with Japan and New Japan World. Wrestle Kingdom Night 3... Taking place. Um, hmm? I don't even see it here on New Japan World. Huh. Because everyone keeps saying it's Saturday. It's Saturday. So I don't know if that means Saturday tonight, Friday going into Saturday, or Saturday tonight going into... And I'm trying to find... Hold on. Wrestle Kingdom Night 3 time um bum, 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 bum. Russell Kingdom night three that's night two why can't I find anything for night three um all right here we go so now I need to do some math here 7 p.m to p.s tomorrow tomorrow night is night three of Wrestle Kingdom and unfortunately Kenta will not be appearing as Kenta suffered multiple injuries let's read this here so backstory here for you if you guys didn't see Wrestle Kingdom night two but Wrestle Kingdom night two Kenta defended unsuccessfully the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship against Hiroshi Tanahashi in a street fight. Tanahashi won the title, new U.S. champ, two-time U.S. champ, and in that match, Kenta apparently suffered one, two, three, four, four and a half injuries. Wrestle, uh, new Japan Pro Wrestling tweeted out the following, stating, after his Wrestle Kingdom match, Kenta sustained a dislocated left hip, broken nose, tendon damage in his fingers, and severe lacerations. 
As a result, he cannot compete January 8th. Details and card changes have been made. If you go to the New Japan website, it states that Kenta was scheduled to team with Takahashi Sujiara and Kazuchi, Kazuchi, I'm going to butcher these names, Sakuraba, which were his former teammates in NOAA. Like he was going to be on the NOAA side of things. Now that's not going to happen. I mean, we did see Kenta like a week and a half ago show up at a NOAA show to tease all this stuff, but that was the biggest thing going into this NOAA show was Kenta. This, this New Japan NOAA show was Kenta. And now Kenta, unfortunately, is not going to be on the show, which is a real big bummer because I thought that what they were going to do with Kenta possibly, what they could have done with Kenta possibly, especially him and Sakuraba, would have been interesting. Does he... Just team with them and all good? Does he team with them and turn on them at the end? Could this lead to more New Japan Noah stuff with Kenta and Sakuraba in a big match? I don't know. But now, unfortunately, because Kenta has suffered a dislocated hip, a broken nose, tendon damage in his finger, and severe lacerations, he will not be wrestling on the show. What a freaking bummer. And finally, I want to talk about the Royal Rumble. And Royal Rumble betting odds. The Royal Rumble is coming up in just a couple of weeks. Royal Rumble is coming to us from St. Louis in Missouri on uh, January 29th. And as far as the betting odds for that show does go, we do have technically five matches announced. No. Four matches technically announced. We've got the WWE title match. We've got the mixed tag team match in the two Rumbles. So as far as the WWE title match does go, Brock Lesnar is currently favored at a minus 275 to win and retain over Bobby Lashley at a plus 200. When it, re- when it pertains to the mixed tag team match, Edge and Beth Phoenix are favored at a minus 200 to defeat Miz and Maurice at a plus 150. Now the big question, who is the favorite for the Rumble matches? Who is favored to win the men's Rumble? And who is favored to win the women's Rumble? And I'm going to give you the top three favorites in both of those right now, according to Skybet. Now, first off, at a minus six, no, hold on. Let me do this math really fast. First off, at a plus 600, the favorite, Seth Rollins. The second favorite, at a plus 700, is Big E. And the third favorite at a plus 800, big man Omos. Omos is a top three favorite right now to win the 2022 Men's Royal Rumble. Now, as far as the Women's Royal Rumble does go, and their top one may not be in the Rumble, to be completely honest. They do state that at a plus 250, Bailey is their current favorite to win the Royal Rumble. Again, this is courtesy of Skybet. We don't know if Bailey is going to be in the Rumble or not, but she is their current favorite to win the Rumble. Liv Morgan is favored at a plus 500 to win the Royal Rumble. And also they do state that at a plus 550, Sasha Banks is also a top three favorite to win the Royal Rumble. So Bailey, Liv Morgan, and Sasha Banks. But with that, those are the current betting odds for the Royal Rumble that do come to us on January 29th. And again, Bailey still hasn't been cleared that we know of. 
So them saying that Bailey's a favorite to win the Rumble is kind of like them saying Cena's maybe favored to win the Royal Rumble. It's a hopeful thing. It's more of a lot of times people return and get that big Rumble win. So if Bailey does return and get that big Rumble win and people put money on her, we won't lose out much because we're not putting her as like a big underdog. We'll put her as a favorite just in case kind of thing. It's more of a, we're going to try and lose as much. We're, it's more of a, how do I explain this? If Bailey does return in the Rumble and win, we're going to try and lose as much money possible on this kind of thing. And finally, one quick little news hit has to do with Kyrie Sane. According to Dave Meltzer in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, uh, Meltzer does state that Kyrie Sane is still under contract with WWE and her contract with WWE actually doesn't expire until February. Now, the word about a month or so ago was that Kyrie Sane's contract did expire with WWE, but that's not quite the case, according to Dave Meltzer in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter. Again, Meltzer did state that Sane is still under contract till February, so she's got about, I guess you could say, a month left on her current deal. But with that, guys, that is going to do it for this Friday edition, Friday, January 7th, 2022, the wrestling wrap-up. I do want to say thank you for everybody that joined us. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited, YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited, and Twitter.com forward slash PWUnlimited. Remember, we will be live. If you're watching live right now, Friday morning, we're going to be live again tonight for SmackDown. Friday Night SmackDown. The only thing we do know for tonight's SmackDown is that there will be some sort of a face-to-face -face confrontation between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, the WWE Champion and the Universal Champion. Also, remember, if you missed any of this show and you want to go back and listen to it on audio podcast platforms, well, we're on all of them. Anchor.fm, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, and so many more. But with that, guys, have a great rest of your Friday. And I'll see you next time.